Hi, and welcome to the 22nd ever episode of The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? I guess this week is a woman, Nita Haritos. Here, Nita confessed to stalking Bob Dylan in Greenwich Village in the 1960s. Listen to us argue over the particulars of Caftan's capes and cloaks. Marvelous, she compares Getty Lee's submitted good looks to Jeff Spicoli. All this and more on The Sound of Not Getting Laid. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Ativan. Ativan, because sometimes anxiety sucks. Hi, and welcome to The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? And today I have with me... Nina Harry-Toes. Hi, Nina. Hi. How old are you? I'm 64. Okay. And I just turned 64, so... Will you still need me? Will you still love me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64. That's right. Okay. I sang that to my mom when she turned 64 two years ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my brother like sang it to me on Facebook, so now everyone knows how old I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, at a certain point, you stop caring, I right? could care less. Right, right. It I just mean, doesn't matter. You know, if I tell people I saw the Beatles in 1966, they can kind of do right, the math. Right, they can do the math, sure. So, you did? Where? where, where at, uh, at Shea. At Shea. You, yeah. you were at that? What was that? like? It was, it was the 66. 65 was the huge concert. Right, like February. Very, no, it was in August. August, but, okay. But the big famous concert was the one in 65, and I went in 66. But what was the, I just heard a, an interview with Steve Van Zant, and he said, uh, I guess it was when they were on the Sullivan Show for the first oh, time yeah. in 64. Four. February of nineteen. February of 19, he was like, February 9th. He was like, February 8th, nobody had a band. February 10th, everyone had a band. It's really true. Yeah. So what kind of music were you listening to? In high school, in like college years, like what was your what, what did you what did you get into? You know, initially? well, after like the Beatles and the Stones and the whole British invasion, you know, which of course still I mean I still love like the Beatles and the Stones. Sure. Bob Dylan was huge. Yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, uh-huh. huge. Eric Clapton, huge. Traffic, yeah. right. you know, really big. Um, so in college, was the cream too. Were you listening cream. to the cream? Yeah, amazing. Sure. Um, you know, loved all of those, like, you know, all of that great music. Stephen Stills. You know, I did. I liked a little folky. You know, loved mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell. Loved oh, she was great. The best. Love Janice. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, I liked a bit of Motown because my sister really loved Motown. Sure. You know, so there was a lot of Supremes, a lot of Four Tops, a lot of Temptations. But I really loved rock. Yeah. Um, College was probably where, you know, I met, like, different people. Um, I was, like, really into the dead. Really? Yeah. For a time, I really loved the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, loved Jethro Tull. Sure. I always loved Neil Young to this day. Um, yeah, he's still going. He he's is great. just the best. Um, I saw him a few years ago up in Bethel, New York. Oh, nice. You know, he's so good. Um, and yes, of course, it was my generation to kind of listen to prog rock. Yeah, as, sure. As you call it now. Um, I'm not sure I knew that it was called progressive rock all those years ago. That might have that term might have come up in the in the 70s after it had been out. Yeah. It was progressive pop first with yeah. bands like Poco Haram and the Pink Floyd. I loved Poco Haram. Yeah. Loved. And, like all that stuff was considered progressive pop. Yeah. And then pro- progressive rock got into the heavier stuff like with Crimson and right. Emerson Lake Palmer and yes right. and all that stuff. You know, um, I love the Doors. Sure. You know, all those years ago. 
And they were they were dark for their time. They were off. You know, still. Jim Love was them. not. He was not flower power. Oh, he never was. No. No. He kind of hated that shit. Yeah. Um. You know, and I think that you know, growing up in Utica, New York, I didn't have a lot of. Um, access to say like the Fillmore you know like people right. my age you know saw all these like great bands at the Fillmore I mean, so aside from the Beatles you know like a major major band um, right not you weren't getting a lot of acts going upstate no I mean you had to come down here to see the big guys right? really big guys yeah. I mean Mountain came up to Utica <laughs> Leslie oh, West I did love them yeah they were great they were really they were great, great. Um, I want to say that Bonnie and Delaney came to Utica sure and Eric Clapton played with them for a while yeah but not in Utica not, not where you said you know the Utica War Memorial um, I want to say Tina Turner uh-huh. was up there I Ike and Tina. Ike and Tina, but before she went solo. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great Rhythm and Blues review. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. Santana. Nice. Okay. Um, and yeah, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. You saw them. I saw them at the you know War Memorial. And what year was that? Do you think? It probably was. I want to say it was around '72. Okay. I would think around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right around the trilogy. 72. Right. Um, and that was the first time I think that we had heard that. You know. Right. Maybe they were on the radio before, but funny enough. Well, the, Lucky Man was their big hit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Off that first album. Yeah. You know, and that of course, was like, oh, you know, we have to see them. Um, I remember. I, I know what I was even wearing when I went to see them. You know, it's like... <laughs> right. Being know. fashion conscious, sure. You know, but, you know, I was, like, such a hippie, and, like, you know, I can't remember, like, you know, anything from yesterday, but... And, but I did send, like, a text to, like, my best friend up in Utica, and I said, remember when we went to see Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? Because I wanted to talk to her about it because right. I knew we were doing this. She said, I didn't go. You went with someone else. And I was like... Really? I have no idea who I went with. Uh-huh. I, I guess it was one of like my other friends. Right, probably a guy. No. No. Oh wow. Mm. Okay. I think like the girls always went to concerts. Uh-huh. You know, it was always the girls, like a you know, a gaggle of girls. But you probably weren't going to a lot of prog rock concerts. No. But you went to Emerson Lake and Palmer because they had that they had Lucky Man, which was kind of a ballad and a little right. bit more sensitive and not so noodly. Yeah, and also, you know, I liked Yes a lot back then because, mm-hmm. and yeah. I want to say, it was because Irene, who, you know, is my best friend from those days, I think she liked them first. Uh-huh. So every time I hear Yes, I'll think of her. Right. Maybe I have, you know, their album, one or two of their albums somewhere right, at right. my mother's house. I think I have, like, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer somewhere at my mother's house. Right. You know, um, but I love them. I mean, love them in this sense. I think it's more, was I into them the way I was into other bands? No. No. Of course not. Right. But when I hear them, and consistently throughout the years when I've heard them, I have, like, a real soft spot. Right. For some reason, maybe because not so many people like them. And it also, you know, it, it tends to bring you back to a time and a place. Of course. You remember of course. what you were doing or, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's what I got that Johnny Day. Well, you know, where I was, like, probably tripping. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, or we it, put this on and our faces melted in the mirror. Exactly. You know, and there were like, you know, like musical scales, like, you know, running up the wall. Right, right. Was that the time Irene Santagata, like, chipped her teeth at the auditorium tripping because someone pulled her down? And, you know, right. it's like those kind of uh, memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good it was. Times. It really was. So that's what I listened to the most. Um, when I went to school, you know, I oh, someone had this album cover. The King Crimson and the, yeah. the Crimson King. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, I know someone in my door was always listening to this. Right. I don't think I own this album. Right, right. You know, at all. Genesis. You know what? You're going to have to play me some Genesis because... We're going to hear one off that record, yeah. Because These I, are all the records we're going to listen to. Okay. Just a, a song off each. Because I think maybe... Where was I or what was I doing that I know that, you know, Peter Gabriel was huge in Genesis, but I think I remember when um, um, okay. Phil Collins was, was more of a part of it. Yeah, well, Phil Collins took over the vocals pretty early on because by 1974, Peter Gabriel already got solo. You know, so that's, that's who I really love. I loved all of those, mm -hmm. I guess, like classic rock guys. You sure, know? sure. Um, you know, partly, I think that there was also that, like, time in the early 70s where you would listen to, like, Seals and Croft and... Yes, what I like to call flaccid rock. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're so right. <laughs> Loggins and Messina came. Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. came to Utica. Summer breeze makes Make me feel fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cat Stevens. Yeah. Loved Cat Stevens. Yourself. Gordon Lightfoot. I love Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Jim Croce. Yeah. And remember they repurposed that for a Reuniti commercial? No. Yeah, they did in the 70s. How about Don McLean? I don't know him very well. Yeah. Wasn't he a producer? I think so. I mean, he was also a musician, but I think he was a big producer, too. I don't know, but you know, I also loved um, The Who. Yeah. You know, there were like, there were maybe like four or five albums. I like to say they were my coming of age albums. Uh huh. And what are those? Tommy. Yeah, it's a good one. John Barleycorn. Oh, Traffic. Great album. One of their best, I, oh, you know. And that had some instrumentals on it, and that was bordering oh, yeah. on prog rock. Yeah. yeah. What oh, was the one? Oh, that, glad. That, 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 glad. Glad, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That was, I used to play that oh. with my first band. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Great song. Great song. Um, uh, Doors of Morrison Hotel. Yeah. So it was that summer. Definitely those What about three. Soft Parade? Did you ever get into that record? Not as much as, you know. That was kind of their Sgt. Pepper. Like, that was a really well-produced album. I have and all their albums. they had big albums. horn sections. And, uh, and you know where it was um, photographed? Right, no. Right here in the city. Um, one of those. Lower East Side? No. It was <coughs> Led Zeppelin. It was one of those alleys. Um, yeah, but it was on 36th Street. Oh. Um, I can't believe I can't remember. It's downtown Los Angeles. No, then it was one of their other album uh, covers. 12, 1246 South Hope Street in downtown Los Angeles. No, it was um, Too Many Drugs. That's too okay. Many you know. Um. Yeah, Advance. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, right let's keep it now. legal for the mic. Okay.
big pharma. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but it is one of like their album covers. Right. Was there. Um, anyway. So that's what I think really influenced or maybe me. Maybe you're thinking of Strange Days. I that am album exactly cover thinking of that. With all those circus performers? Yeah. That and might it's like have been. Blue in the background. Where was that? That was. You think that was the village? Or, or it wasn't the village. It Manhattan. was on 36th Street. Location of the photograph is Sniffin Court. Yes, that's exactly it. A Sniffin residential Court. alley off East 36th Street. That's the one you're thinking of. Sniffin Between Court. Lexington and 3rd. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was Cobblestone Street. It was one of those old yeah. streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like it belongs in the village, but it's actually not. Yeah. It's like there's there. a lot of those little... Like those little mews. Those little, we, you know, in the West Village, yeah. there's all those little streets. That, there's, um, I think there's a there's a point where West Force meets West Fourth. It's like, what am I, at the nexus of the universe? What the know. fuck's happening here? I know, I know. You'd be down there wandering around high, like, how is this possible? But it is. Yeah. You know, and I know that, like, Bob Dylan used to live at 93 McDougal. So I, when I went to NYU, I used to, like, you know, try to stalk him daily. Which was right, right off Washington Square Park, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He and Joan Baez, I think, both well, lived I, in that neighborhood. Yeah, but it was, a, I think, after... Because they, um, I think, lived for a while in, like, Washington Square Hotel. Oh, okay. But then he bought, like, you know, a townhouse. Yes, that's the, that's the lyric reference in Diamonds and Rust. My song that I love. Yeah. You want me to play it like Judas Priest. Yeah. No. Well, they did a good version of it. Not like Joni. Well... Or Joan. She's it's, not Joni. It's debatable. It's debatable. <laughs> you know. Agree to disagree. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you primarily listen to now? Do you, you still you go back to that stuff? Or have you, have you, you know, uh, branched out at all? I find myself still, like, listening to that music more than anything else. You know? I mean, I do... Like, Which yeah. is not uncommon. You know, I still, like, you know, listen to Leonard Cohen a lot. Um, oh, he's great, yeah. He is so good. He's so timeless. He's timeless. Yeah. Um, I don't... Sometimes I, I think that I should because I always loved music so much. And, mm -hmm. you know, why don't I? Why don't I listen to... Christian fitness or sure, Primus or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Or some kind of Bible thumping music. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, I, there's probably also a lot of music from your era that you're not familiar with. Like I find myself still going back to 70s music and I still find stuff that I'm like, how did I not know about uh, yeah, this? Yeah, like who? Well, like or Focus what? or like uh, Gentle um, Giant. Uh, see, I don't really know them that much. It's prog rock. It's, you know, really obscure stuff. But, you know, right. I, I find that. Or, or like Soft Machine. Remember that band? Mm, I don't know if I do. Because you know what happened after, like, you know, then Disco came. Right. You know, and yeah, I was into some of that stuff for a while. You know, I like Like the dancing. Tramps. Like Disco Inferno and Bee Gees. Yeah, you yeah, know. Sure. Bee Gees were great, though, because they were they were a, a Beatles clone when they started uh, out. Oh, yeah. They were really good. And then in the 70s, they went all falsetto and four on the floor, and it was like, whoa. Right, okay. right. You but know, great songwriters. They've always been great songwriters. Really good. Yeah. So, you ABBA. You remember ABBA? Oh, I didn't really like ABBA. You didn't like ABBA? No. no? Dancing Queen? Or no. SOS? No? No. And I hate when I even hear them in my head, because it's like it stays with you forever. You know? They they were catchy, yeah. They were catchy. You got to be careful with George Michael that way, you know, oh. like Careless Whisper. Once you get that stuck in your head, I know. Like never, <laughs> it never goes away. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I guess you know if you think about like the whole 
like from 64 to now, like after, you know, disco, I was like, just so not good. But I also had friends. Yeah, but pop music kind of went to shit in the 80s. It really did. Like and once once synthesizers came in and everybody could, you know, you didn't have to have the wrecking crew behind you yeah. or, or, you know, the, the Motown guys, all those classic bands of real musicians that knocked that shit out right. daily. Right. You know, uh, it just, it lost some soul. It lost feel. Yeah, I mean, I think everything now is like so manufactured. Look, I thought The Clash were yeah. great, yeah, you know, in were. the 80s. Love them, The yeah. Cure. You know, well, the- a lot of good punk rock came out of the 80s, New Wave. Yeah. Uh, even, the, even that stuff that came out of Sheffield, like Cabaret Voltaire. I don't know that. And ABC. I don't know that. That's the look, that's the look, the look of love. You know, Maybe. which sort of parlayed into new wave. But when they started out, they were they were kind of more punk than punk, because yeah. those guys were like making their own synthesizers, oh. and punks were like you know playing chords with three songs, and these guys were like, we we play a song with one note, right? Like yeah, and that was good enough. Yeah, yeah. just noise making noise, you know. You know? But um. You know, I mean, I think there was, I wasn't like so into punk that much. I mean, I knew like, and I knew some of those people. I knew, um, you know, like television. Yeah, sure. Some of those. um, Because they were in the scene in New York. Yeah, and I had a friend um, who went to CBGB's, Mm -hmm. you know, CBs before like anybody. She spent like a weekend with Keith Richards. Right. You know what I mean? She was like a real downtown girl. so I knew some of those guys from her, you yeah, know, all the, of them like used to crash at her house. Because Blondie she, and uh, Talking yeah, Heads. Yeah, yeah you know, sure. um, you know, so, and then in the 80s, you know, in the 80s, well, I still would listen to Bob Dylan in the 80s. I still would listen to. Yeah, kind of his low point, but. Yeah, I agree. He came back in the 90s, you know, yeah. with that Time Out of Mind record. That was a great record. That's a great record. You and know, Love and Theft after that, yeah. Oh, I mean, he's... He's still putting out good records. I agree. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what happened in the 80s. Um, I mean, I've always consistently loved Van Morrison. Sure. I listened to Van Morrison, you know. Um, but he's, he kind of kept his, his vibe from the 60s. Right. It's, you know. Right. And a lot of those guys, you know, like Tom Petty, too. I loved Tom Petty. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, a, big, that was a big hit when he died. Oh. I wasn't a huge fan, but oh. I, just, I just liked knowing he was there. Loved him. Yeah, yeah. And just such a sweet guy and really always fought nice. for artists' rights. Yeah. And, you know, just really... You know, stand-up guy, and you know, a huge friend of George Harrison. Yeah, who was my favorite. Band. Right, right, and they were in the Wilburys together. Yeah, and that was a yeah. great band. Biggest... I mean, talk about supergroup. Oh, what like... was that? That was Dylan, Petty, Jeff. Harrison, Jeff Lynne, yeah. and Roy and, Orbison. Yeah, it's like the biggest boys' club in the world. And, uh, what, right? Maybe Ringo played drums. I can't remember perhaps, who played drums for them. I, you know, perhaps, but um. But the songwriters, it was all it was all those guys writing together, yeah. which is kind of amazing to have peop that that many huge icons together in a group right. and, and to be able to to put their egos down and go, Let's make a record. You know what? I think part of it was because they were past you know, they were not like twenty anymore. Right. And you know, they were already like grown men, you know, doing this for you know, 20, 30 years, and they were just so, so good. So, yeah, yeah, they put, they were like musicians. They were playing like real musicians and maybe not like, you know, rock star egos. Right, right. 
Yeah, I don't know where I was in the 80s. I've lost a couple of Me years. neither. I think I was in high school, but I don't remember. Oh, it. I wasn't. No. <laughs> but there was a time I like lost like a, like certain periods of my life. Sure. You know. Sure. But it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it still happens to me. Yeah, me too. I'm like, what? 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 Where did last you know. year go? How did that oh, happen? I don't know. But there was like a period in the 90s, you know, like after my husband died. I don't know what happened for like literally like five years. I have no clue what happened. Well, when something traumatic like yeah, that happens. Yeah, that's your life. You go numb. Uh, you know. There was there was like after my, my ex Christine yeah. died. Um, there's about two months where I just wandered around in a daze. Oh, and I didn't laugh for oh, two months. I know. Like, I would watch stuff on television and recognize that it's comedy. Yeah. But I couldn't laugh. Oh, no. And it got really dark. I mean, I played Joni Mitchell, like, I played Joni Mitchell and Van Morrison for, like, two months. Yeah. I think I listened to a lot of Leonard Cohen and Tom oh, yeah. back at the time, back in the day yeah. when that happened. You know, uh, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. That is what you do. But, um, but anyway... Yeah, we survived those wars, and here we are, having we fun. Are, talking about King Crimson. Talking about King Crimson. Speaking of King Crimson, yeah. let's, let's hear some, huh? Okay, yeah. All right, so we're going to go to, uh, this is 1969, King Crimson's first album, uh, In the Court of the Crimson King. Yes. The song is 21st Century Schizoid Man. Oh, okay. Let's listen. Let's. Whoa! song reminds me kind of brings me back to a dorm room uh-huh where everybody was so stoned sure you know where you would just like get stoned and people wouldn't even talk half the time you would just like listen right. to music right but yeah but my father also really liked the lonious monk interesting and because of that because monk was the weirder out of that that but group because of that I listened to him, uh -huh. Alonious Monk. Interesting, interesting. You know, and my father like would not ever come home and put on a Thelonious Monk album. It was what he just heard it on the radio. I think probably when he was younger he heard it. You right. know, there were certain, you know, but when you know growing up, my parents would listen to like there was always Frank Sinatra, uh -huh. you know, on the record player. Sure. But, <clears throat> okay, I'm done with this. We're, it's almost done, but yeah, we'll fade it out. You made it pretty long, but it's like you're talking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not really your bag. I never really liked King, King Crimson. No. That much. Not no. something you you're not gonna go and dial this up tomorrow. No, but I what I loved was the album cover. Sure, and that was a big. Uh, loved the album. I'm cover. sure a lot of people bought that based on the cover. As so and then got many. home and we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, but so many album covers, you know, like yeah. it was an art form. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, the 100 best album covers, uh, I have that book somewhere. That was Barry Godwin, <clears throat> and I'm sure this is among them. And that was, uh, that that's a, a, a gatefold, so it it's one big. And, you know, and this is, it's a we would call it a double album. It's not, because there's not actually two records. Oh, you're absolutely right. So it's a gatefold. Yes, you're right. But it right. doesn't have two albums. But we always called it a double. What do, what do you think of the boys? Well, how, how so they look what back we then? used to do is this is how we would clean our pot. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Don't want to tell that story on air. No. Not good for the kids. Yeah, they're still going. 
Or oh, avoid the authorities. No charges pressed. And we're back. I'm sorry if you're listening to this, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never grown up. That's what you should say. Have you... When are you going to grow up? Never. Yeah. I don't think I realized that Greg Lake was in King Crimson. That's where he started, yeah. So we're going to hear him t- twice today. Okay. And I know Robert Fripp. Well, he is King Crimson. He is the only... No, 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 no. Stop it. Stop it. Because don't forget, when you were that age, as a girl, it was like, oh my God, these guys were so cute, weren't they? That's what Lisa said. <laughs> but but some of the other ladies I've had in here have been like, what is these Manson family rejects? No, like, what's going on here? They're so cute. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they were they were they were cute. These guys I'm were. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were. They, well, they, they they for you. You know, you're you're seeing a little George Harrison in there. But these a were, little hippie. Yeah, these were my guys. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. It's you like you dated guys that looked like this. Well, they all looked like this. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're starting to again. If you go to Williamsburg. Oh, I know. They're just not interesting anymore. No, they look they're, interesting, they're but they're pseudo. just not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an <clears throat> affectation now. I know. Yeah. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's a no for King Crimson. Yeah, but I I appreciate it. Sure. I love the album cover. And you made it through most of that song. Because it actually. brings me back. I knew people who really loved King Crimson. Right. Can I have some water? Yeah. Oh. Here, let's let's stop the okay. tape. You need a bathroom break yeah. too? Okay. Oh. So we're going to go to uh, 1971. Oh, that was my favorite year of all time. Really? That's when I graduated high school. Oh, I had not been born yet. Um, I loved 1971. I... No one cares. No one. This is better. Trust me. It was dark. Especially living in, in in New York City. Crime was bad. It was filthy. The Bronx was on fire. But I didn't live here until 75 or 6. Still, it was bad then, too, it though. Really bad. It, was it was bad. It was really bad until the bad. 80s. It was really bad. Until the late 80s. Really bad. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um... 1971. 1971, Genesis uh, Nursery Crime is the album. And we're okay. going to listen to, uh... <clears throat> The Return of the Giant Hogweed. This is what these boys looked like back then. Look at Phil, huh? He's got hair. Oh. Look at Peter Gabriel. He was so cute. He still looks pretty good. Yeah, he he's, does. He's put on some weight, but he still looks healthy. He's, he took care of himself. And Phil Collins. Yeah. I would never... How come I didn't know Phil Collins back then? Well, he wasn't he wasn't the uh, the front man. He was behind yeah. the drum kit back then. Yeah. This looks a little bit like Todd Rudgren. Right? Rudgren. Yeah. Rudgren. yeah. I can never say his last name. Rudgren, I think that's Rudgren. correct. Yeah. yeah. I love Todd. I love I uh, do too. Like there was that great album he did some uh Hello, what was it something anything? That's on it. And uh, but then he did an album I think after that called A Wizard, A True Star. Do you know that one? 
Oh, it's so good. It's like a concept record. And, you know, Todd was always into, like... No one cares. No one. Um, I'm not sure if... I guess he must, you know, be... He must have part of it, but... You know who, like handsome dick manitoba is richard manitoba yeah he, he was sounds with the familiar dictators. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i know him okay you know um which was sort of a kind of years it, ago kind it, of punky yeah kind of in the punk scene yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and you know he's still and he was a producer too wasn't he i don't know if richard was ever a producer oh, okay um, you know, because he, but he was the dictators kind yeah, of yeah totally dick um, manitoba yeah i remember yeah, that name you know handsome dick and no, 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 no. He used to say to me, I'd be like, fuck you. You know, yeah. so um, anyway, so is the question before this question about <laughs> when I say I'm too strong for most men, but yeah. maybe it's, you know, women can be really complicated. M- maybe. Yes. Men can be too, but yeah, less so, I think. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back depends, to music. This is boring. Yeah. Talking about love. <laughs> let's go. We're so over that. <laughs> All right. So, okay. 1971, Genesis. Uh, the album is Nursery Crime. Okay. Uh, the song is "The Return of the Giant Hogweed." have sex to this right that's the other thing you might like it yeah but is, is it something you would put on to have sex when you're, when you're feeling amorous no no even uh-huh. the song before this no yeah right not everyone likes this no. but i do is because it was like i used to really like emerson lake and palmer right you know, or yes, so that's kind of And this been... is in that same yeah. genre, same yeah. time zone, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you timed out a little uh, earlier on that one. Sorry. So, again, uh, A, not something you'd put on if you're feeling amorous. Never. And B, not something you're going to dial up later. No. So that's two no's. For for what that I wouldn't go home and put this on. Yeah, for no. for, for for these songs, like you, no. you you like parts of them, but yeah. you don't like it enough to own the record. I I don't own that record. Right. No. And you're not gonna go buy it. No, and I. But when I hear it, like if I hear like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, or Yes on the radio, or I'm like, oh God, I love these guys. Right. But I'm not gonna go home and listen to them. Right. Would you? Well, yeah, I own these records. <laughs> I, but, but would you put this on and listen to it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Next up, going to Yes. This is also 1971, but this was kind of Yes's classic period. This is when Rick Wakeman was in the band. There's Mr. Rick Wakeman in his beautiful sequined. Uh, Lisa called it a caftan. I think it is that's a wrong. caftan. It's not. It doesn't have sleeves. It's a it's it, it's a it's a it's a cloak, or is it a robe? I don't think it's a robe because a robe is belted. No, it's a cap. This is a caftan. It's not a caftan. Caftans well, look, have arms. A, it, right, it has a little cape. 
it has a cape on it, but it's a cloak because a cloak is like a cape that goes to the floor. A cape typically goes to the waist, maybe as far down uh -huh. as your thigh. But I think that's a cloak. I had a chair like this. Didn't we all? Yes. I had one in the 90s. I found it in the garbage. I hope you're going to play roundabout. That's exactly what we're going to Okay, play. I'm so happy. Yeah. That's a good one. It is a really Now, there was a radio one. edit that was, you know, three minutes long. We're going to hear the uh, album edit, which is okay. eight minutes and 40 seconds. Oh, let's hear it. So let's get into it. Uh, okay. 1971, Yes. Yes. Fragile. The song is Roundabout. Let's listen. What did we think of uh, Yes? I love Yes. Yeah. I've always loved Yes. You like that song. I love that you, song. You didn't time out. No, I listened to the This is a record that thing. when you get your record player back, you're going to own this record. I would own this record. Yeah, it's a good one. And I might even have this record. You might. You don't even have to buy it again. Right. But it's, I think it probably would be scratchy because I used to play my records to death. Yeah, and if you don't take care of them, but if you take care of very, them. I was very, yeah, I was very good. I'm sure like. You'd be surprised. Like sometimes you just clean them up and yeah. they, 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 they're good. But before. Sometimes the old pressings are better too than the modern ones. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. But I think um, probably like my albums from like say 64 when I didn't have like a great turntable when I just sort of. And you weren't careful with the needle. Player. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. I still have 45s. Oh, in, me too. I still their, buy them. In their original jackets. Yeah. You know. Like, well, they sound better than 33s because they run at a faster rate. Yeah, but I have all, like, Beatles stuff. Yeah, great. Still have it. That stuff's probably worth money if it's in good shape. Yeah. Think I can oh, buy yeah. a New York City apartment? No. no. Yes. I really like Yes. It reminds me of Irene Santagata. <laughs> Who is that? My best friend from Utica, New York. Okay. They look like they're from Wham or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I'd just like to point out that uh, Nina's looking at a picture of Rush from probably about 1977. Yeah, I mean, look at this. This is like a porn stash. Yeah, from Neil's the 70s. Porn right? stash. Yeah, totally. So. Okay. But where we're going now is 1973. Yeah, look at this. With Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Okay. So this is what these boys looked like. Yes, of course. I saw them in person in Utica, New York. Right. Right. Uh, before this album came out, right? Or maybe it was this well, tour. This was 73. You said you maybe saw I them think in 71. Or 72. Yeah, so that would have been the trilogy mm -hmm. era. Um, this is Greg Lake. No, this Emerson. is Keith Emerson. This is Greg Lake. No. Oh, this is Greg Lake. Yes. That little baby face. Yeah, I mean, you know, process of elimination. We're going to hear Carnival 9. First impression. What do you think, Nina? Will he be there for you? No. <laughs> what do you think? Eh, probably not. Well, where is he now? He's dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All men I love are dead. Oh. You know. It's okay. It's life, right? Right. It's two guarantees in life. You're going to make a lot of shit, and you're going to die. 
And you have to pay your taxes. Well, not everyone pays their taxes. No, you don't have to pay your taxes. You can just die. Well, our lovely president doesn't. They could threaten to throw you in jail, and you'd be like, no, I'm just going to die. Right. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, because you can just die. Which is fine. It's okay. poetic license. It is. I'm done. <laughs> I'll totally do that right now. Ow. No? Not good? It's not that it isn't good. It's a little out of, you know, everything so far. Yes was just the best. I love yes. Right. It's not that it wasn't. At one time, I would have listened to this over and over. <laughs> and now... Not so much. Not so much anymore. Okay. At least not that song. I still appreciate them. Right. But this is not your song. No. You're not going to dial this up. No. Certainly not something you would put on to be amorous. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Hell no. I don't know what I would put it on for. So I'm going to take a pass on this particular song. All right. Yeah. Not Not on Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, but... Right, but that let, song, yeah. Let's look at, th- for now, let's look at these guys. Okay. Yeah, that's Rush. We're making a big leap forward here to 1981. I mean, this guy looks like that guy from the Seagulls. What was his name? Flock right. of Seagulls. Yeah, Flock of Seagulls. And he looks like Flock of Seagulls or Rush. He looks like Sean Penn and... Screen make it on what? Yes! Say it. I will. The high school movie. Beverly Hills. No. no. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes! That's what he looks he like. Does. Totally. He does. He does. I posted a picture of him, and I was making fun of him, saying he looks like a Nova Scotian weed dealer. And Rob Paravonian said, oh, it's Jeff Spicoli 30 years later. And I was like, oh, shit, he's right. I mean, that's Fuck. who he looks like. Yeah, he does, kind of. And this guy looks like he could be on the dance floor at Studio 54. Right, which is not where Neil Peart would ever be. You know, or I could see him on Christopher Street (laughs) in in 1979. That mustache is pretty gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the same guys in 1972 at Central Park. Okay, well, that's better. But this is a little glam rock, this hairdo. Yeah, well, it's a mullet. It's a mullet. Yeah, and Getty's rocking the uh, the disco suit. He's a little John Travolta there. Getty. In 1972. So we're taking a big leap forward here to 1981. Okay. What were you going to say about Alex there? You were pointing to... It looks like a girl. Well, but they, it looks they like... all kind of look like girls. Like this, this picture here is like Charlie's Angels. Well, but... <laughs> no, but he, you know... Because I love guys with long hair, but it looks like... Maybe a girl I went to high school with, with that like frizzy hair. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And the face. Yeah. I like his hair the best. Getty. Mm-hmm. Yes, his his Semitic long hair. And his uh, olfactory protuberance. I like Getty Lee. Yeah. What do you like about him? He looks like... You like the way he looks. He looks like the guy from Rouge Montauk. He does look like uh, Jeff Spicoli. Yeah, correct. No, this is... No, this is like a collage. You can see the scale 
Well, but that just could be somebody. No. I mean, it was 1972. There could have been some weirdo hanging out in Central Park back then. Oh. High on hash or something, you know? I loved hash. I know, me too. If you ever had any, I will definitely smoke it with you. I can get some. All right. There's a guy in Long Island I know. I love hash. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, And we'll smoke with Lisa and go to New York. Yeah. Okay. Is this Carnegie Hall? No. It's uh, the Parliamentary Building in Toronto, I believe. Oh. It's some some, uh, civic building. Because they're Canadian? They are. Yeah. Oh, Canada. All right. What am I listening to? 1981? This is uh, Rush. Uh, The album's Moving Pictures. We're hearing Tom Sawyer. No. (laughs) No. No, not at all. No. What, what, no. What's the aversion there? Uh, what's that about? I don't know. I don't like them. Oh, what what was it the voice? Yeah, I hate the voice. You hate the voice. A lot of people say that about Getty Lee. Uh, oh, uh, so Getty. Cats screeching in back alleys, yeah. nails so, on a chalkboard. So he was singing? It's yeah, just... he's singing and playing bass. No, I don't like the lyrics either. Yeah, what, what, what don't you like about them? <clears throat> no, I don't get the connection between today's time Tom, today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. I don't like, um, he gets high on you and the space he invades. He get, I don't know. I just don't like it. What, what don't you like about it? I don't like anything about it. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't like the music. Uh-huh. I don't, and I, I've heard of Rush. I don't know if I've ever listened to anything before this song. I must have, right? I'm sure I've heard. Uh, heard. Working Man was their big hit, their breakout hit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like them. I don't like the way they look. They were kind of considered the poor man's Led Zeppelin when they started out, because oh. Getty had that high vocal. Yeah. And you know Robert had those high vocals. Were you a Led Zeppelin fan? What kind of outfit is this? It's pretty gay. I think they're gay. They're they're not though. But not that I care. Yeah. You know. They're not though. Did I like Led Zeppelin? I liked the early Led Zeppelin. You like one through four, those albums. Yeah. And I loved Robert Plant was gorgeous. Right. And I also loved Roger Daltrey. So. Okay. Rush, never gonna dial that up. Not something that would ever get your panties wet. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Not much, does it? Well. But whatever. Yeah, I hear you. But in summation. Yes, in summation. That's a good word. Nina. Yes, Matt. Do you like prog rock? I do like prog rock. Well, it's time to wrap it up, folks. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. We got an I do like prog rock from Nina on the subject discussed. Like, thank my guest, Nina Haritos. Without her, I would have tried to smuggle meth into Mexico. And a special thanks to you, the listener. Because as we all know, the podcast is playing in the woods. No one's around to hear it. It sucks. 